0: and welcome to the fitness besties podcast with lisa dawn beckwith that's me i'm lisa your friendly fitness coach and your newest bestie my goal is to help you create sustainable habits that won't make you want to run away at the mention of exercise together we'll wave goodbye to going it alone on your fitness journey as we embark on open, honest conversations and the support you need to start prioritizing you. Hi there and welcome back to Fitness Besties, the podcast where you can finally wave goodbye to going it alone on your fitness journey. I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and newest bestie, and I'm thrilled to have you here today. Today we're talking all about building sustainable fitness habits and fitting movement into our jam-packed days. I know, I get it, life can get really, really crazy and it's so easy for our health goals to be pushed to the bottom of our to-do list. Today I'm going to walk you through some simple steps to start fitting fitness and movement into your busy day. Before we get started, let's do a quick recap of last week's episode where we talked about connecting to your why for your fitness goals If you missed it, definitely go back and give it a listen because knowing your why is essential to staying motivated on this journey even when life gets in the way. And I shared some great tips and book recommendations to help you to be able to create your own why. So go back and listen to episode two. All right, let's dive in. Today, we're talking about the power of bite-sized movement. I like to call these movement bites or movement snacks. Who doesn't love a good little snack? Quick and effective movements that can take minutes to do, but will help you feel more energized, be more productive, boost your mood and clear your head. I'm talking about tiny, doable actions that you can sprinkle throughout your day to keep you moving. Remember, all movement counts and something is always better than nothing. We all know that we need to move more, but sometimes life just gets in the way. So I want to talk to you about how to fit in those precious moments of movement and build habits that we can stick to even when life gets really busy. So what do I mean by bite-sized movement? Well, it's all about breaking down our usual uh, routines. So say you have a, a workout that you do. Normally, maybe that takes you half an hour, an hour. And it's about breaking that down into small, manageable steps. And if you don't already have something that you normally do and you're just getting started, I'm going to show you some really simple ways to, to do that. So think about it. Instead of trying to find a full hour to go to the gym, how about finding five minutes of to do some squats while you're waiting for the coffee to brew or the kettle to boil? Or stick a track on and have a dance around the kitchen? while you're waiting for the dinner to cook. So there's so many so many ways that you can do that. So these are some bite-sized movements These are going to help you to work out your whole body in less than five minutes. So it really, really doesn't take time and you don't have to do them all at once. So I find the best place to start is with what I like to call move minutes, but actually I think I stole that from Google. Um, that's what Google calls it on my Google Fit app. So we're looking... We're looking to move for around about 150 minutes per week. That's what all the guidelines recommend. Something that gets you a little bit out of puff. And that's what they recommend to help improve our health. But we can also get some great immediate benefits too. And walking is my go-to and it's probably the easiest for most people to fit in. So the 150 minutes, it, it breaks down to about 22 minutes per day. And if you're literally just starting and that seems like way too much, then we'll talk a bit later about about breaking that down even further. So you could start with a a short walk in the morning and maybe one to finish the, the work day. It's a really great way to start and end your working day, especially if you're working from home. Or maybe you could take a longer lunchtime walk and get away from your screen, rest your eyes and clear your head. So just start somewhere. If, if the 22 minutes or whatever you want to break it down to is about 20 minutes a day, if that's too much for you, then just start with whatever you can. Maybe it's a five-minute walk. Whatever you can fit in, something is always better than nothing. The guidelines also recommend that we do a couple of strength or resistance training sessions per week. But actually, well, it's really the overall amount over the week, not the number of sessions that really makes a difference. So I like to break it up into into the manageable chunks or bites to move a little bit every day and start to build the habits that we can stick to. So when we're talking about strength or resistance training, these can be broken down into three movements, believe it or not, three movements to move your whole body. So for your lower body, you want to do any form of squat or lunge. And I find squats are a really great place to start for most people. It's a movement we do all day when we're going from sitting to standing. It's really easy to build up. So find a starting point and build from there. Then the next two movements we have are for the upper body. So first we want to do is a pushing movement. And my favourite way to start this is by doing a push-up. So don't worry, I'm not going to get you down on the floor doing push-ups if you've never done them before. The, the best place to start if you've literally never done it before is against the wall. So stand against the wall with your arms stretched out in front of you. Or if you want to make, them, make the arms work a little bit harder, you can try it on a countertop or a desk or a window ledge. So the lower you, the lower you go down, the more work it's going to be through the arms. So it's like increasing the weight that you're, that you're moving. You could do it from a chair or from the floor. So there's so many different ways to do a push-up. So find something that works for you and build it from there. And then the other movement for the upper body is to do some sort of pulling movement. And this one's not quite as easy to do uh, at home unless you've got some equipment like a pull-up bar. But but an easy way to do it is uh, you can sit on the edge of your chair with your hands on the other edge of the chair scoot your bottom off and then dip yourself down and push back up again. And if you know what I'm talking about, you can give it a go or you can just start with your push-ups. So for now, if you're just starting, like I said, you just want to start with one thing. So if you, you've you never done anything before, you don't want to plow ahead and start adding in all these extra movements because that's when it all gets too much and then and then we stop. So You start with something, so it could be starting with the walking, it could be starting with the squats or the push-ups, whatever it is you want to start with, and until it becomes a, a little bit of a habit, and then you can add on more, and remember, starting with something is always better than nothing. The goal here is to fit in regular movements into our day, so start really, really small and build up. We're aiming for consistency over intensity. So, the key here is consistency. We're not aiming for perfection or intense workouts every day. Instead, we're focusing on incorporating really small bursts of activity that add up over time. So, what does the science and the research say about creating habits? Well, there's a really great book, another good book recommendation, called Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg. And he... He did a lot of research at Stanford University into all of this that I'm going to share with you. And another great book that I mentioned last week is James Clear's book called Atomic Habits. And actually, he studied at Stanford with BJ Fogg. So his work is based on this research as well. So I always love to, to share something that I know is is based in research. But also, BJ, not only did he research it in the lab, he also tested it out on real-life human beings. And He's tested it. He's worked with thousands of people over the years to help them create their habits. So we know these things work, not just on paper, but actually in practice. These are also things I've used personally myself and also with my clients. So they are really good. So listen up for these tips. So first of all, we want to stick our new habit to something we're already doing. So it makes it a lot easier to remember. So you take an existing routine. And then this becomes kind of our trigger, like our reminder or our anchor for your new habit. So, something like every time you boil the kettle, you do a squat. When you finish your lunch, you go for a short walk. As your computer starts up in the morning, you have a little boogie to wake yourself up. And then you could even take it a bit more, a bit further and make it more specific. So, BJ talks about creating a recipe. So, After I put my breakfast bowl in the sink, I do a press-up. So there, you've created your recipe. After I something, I do something. So you can use that, that little tip there to help you get started. And then the next thing is we want to make it really, 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 really small. So small that you think it's not even worth it. Something that you can do on your busiest day and remember you can always do more, but we want to set this bare minimum here and gradually increase the intensity or the duration of your movements over time. We want to build habits slowly. The hardest part is just getting started. So we want to make that as easy as possible. Like something like brushing your teeth is easy to do. We remember it. We want to to make our, our movement habits like that. It's something that we do automatically without thinking. But When you first start, we have to really think about them. So we want to make them really, really small. And then the next tip is to make it easy. So make it easy for yourself to remember. So have everything ready. So if you're going to use some weights, maybe to do your squats or some arms or something, put them near your kettle or near your desk. You can do your movements exactly how you are. So it could be in your work clothes. It could be in your pajamas. I have definitely, definitely Done workouts on the weekend in my pajamas because I didn't want to get up and get, get ready. And I was just like, I'm just going to, you know, go and do some weights now. Or have a little stretch, whatever it is I fancied for that day. So you don't need to get ready to exercise. You can just do it as you are. So, so make it really easy by having things ready or doing it as you are. So there's a few tips there. And then the last thing really important to wire in that habit is to celebrate. So we've always been told that it takes 22 days or, I don't know, 60 days or 30 days to create a habit. Well, in fact, it's, it's really different for everyone and it depends what the habit is. And what they've actually found is if we celebrate every time we do it, it, it helps to wire the habit into our brain immediately. So it could be something like doing a little fist pump in the air. It could be having a little dance. It could be giving yourself a pat on the back it could be just saying well done i did it and yeah so every time you do the habit i want you to celebrate okay so we talked about making making the habit really really easy and really really small so to make these habits stick we need to set what we call a low bar for success so what what does that mean it means setting realistic and achievable fitness goals so if you're just starting Aiming for a 30-minute workout every day might not be something that's going to happen. It'll be overwhelming. It just won't fit into your, your really crazy busy schedule. And we know what happens. It just gets pushed to the bottom of our to-do list and we just don't do it. I was just speaking to someone the other day this week and she was telling me the exact same thing. She knows that she needs to work out. She wants to move her body. She knows how good it is for her, but she's really, really busy with work. And just doesn't get time time for it. I hear it over and over again from clients. I just don't make it a priority. I know I should be doing it, but I I just don't make it a priority. So this is why I'm really passionate about creating these small habits, these movement bites, these bite-sized movements so we can fit them in and teaching you the how to create habits that are going to stick like I've just shared. So instead, start off really, really small. So it could be that one squat every day, every time you put the kettle on, or a five-minute walk in the morning. It doesn't even have to be every day to start with. Whatever is realistically achievable, what can you start with right now and just start with it? It could be a five-minute walk once a week. That could be your starting point. That might sound absolutely ridiculous. And you might think, what is the point of that? But it's that starting. Remember the starting is the hardest part. And you might find once you've done it, oh, I'm out already. I'm I'm feeling good. I might just stay a bit longer, do a bit more. You're doing your one squat when the kettle's on. Oh, this is okay. I can, I can probably add a little bit more into this. On your busy days, maybe you don't. Maybe you just stick with that five minute or that one squat. So you've got that really low bar that you want to have. And that's kind of our sort of like our bare minimum that we've set for ourselves. It's our starting point. And it's something we can always come back to when life gets busy. Over time, we might be building up this habit and we, we end up doing more. But you get those really, really busy days. You go back to that bare minimum, that low bar. So you've always got something to do. It's also a great place to come back to if for whatever reason you need to take time off and completely stop. You can start again from that from that low bar so you've got a starting point. It's that anchor to come back to. So now I want to share something really special with you. I, I created a fitness habit tracker for exactly this purpose to really help you. And you can download it today from my website. I'll share the details with you in a minute. And this tracker will help you monitor your progress. It helps you stay accountable, celebrate your wins, no matter how small. So this this habit tracker is called the Busy Woman's Fitness Habit Tracker, which is a bit of a mouthful, I realize now when I've been saying it. But it is. It's for you, the busy woman, who's out there living her life, running her business, working hard, whatever it is you're doing. We are busy as women, especially. So... This, this tracker also, I've created a, a couple of little uh, really short videos, five-minute videos, uh, two of them, to give you some extra tips, show you how to use the tracker and, and really help you to help you fit fitness into your, into your lives and learn how to build sustainable movement habits that, that fit into your already busy schedule. So there's a few things this tracker will help you do. It will help you track your progress. So by tracking your daily movement, you can build awareness around your habits and start to see progress over time. So you might know this already, but if you don't, awareness is the first step to change. So once we know what we're doing, we can, we can start changing that as well. So you might think you're not doing anything and when you start tracking it, maybe you are, maybe you're not, but at least you know then and you've got your starting point of where you're at at the moment. And then you can start seeing your progress over time, which is a great motivator in itself. You can identify patterns. So the habit tracker will help you see patterns in your movement habits, and you can make adjustments as, as you need to, to create, create sustainable habits that fit into your busy schedule. So you might notice every time, I don't know, on a particular day or a particular time of the month or something, you can start adjusting things so that you can keep going in some way. With the videos that I've shared with you will help you to fit your fitness into your schedule. So I give you prompts for quick and effective movements and my top tips for help to help you fit fitness into your busy day even when time is limited. And I've created this in a printable or a digital version so that you can either use it as a physical tracker, you can you can print it off and write on it or you can use it digitally on your phone so you've got it wherever wherever you are. So you've got a few options there there's also a section on it to take a moment at the beginning of the week to have a think have a little bit of a plan of when you can find those little pockets of time look at your diary and, and maybe make a little bit of a plan ahead of time set up those recipes whatever it's going to be even if it's one thing you do on one day during the week then every time you track your movement there's a little bit of a reflection like how does it make you feel so when we're moving, it, it really affects how we feel mentally and physically as well. So, so you can start making a track of that as well, which again in itself can be a bit of a motivator when you can see, oh yeah, I felt really great after that. Maybe I should do it again. <laughs> and then there's also a bit of a reflection at the end of the week. So there's just a few little points there on the tracker that you can do. And then the most important thing is to ask your, yourself the question, have I moved today? So whatever it is, you know, if you've been sat down at your desk all day, you might not be able to go for a walk, but maybe you can just get up and have a little bit of a stretch or you could have a bit of a dance. So if that sounds like something that might be really useful to you, which I'm sure it will, you can go to my website, lisadawnbeckwith.com forward slash tracker, and I'll pop that in the show notes as well. So you can, you can just click on that if you want to, but yeah, lisadawnbeckwith.com slash tracker. So then moving on. What we want to remember is it's all about finding those pockets of time for movement. Whether it's taking a short walk during lunch or doing some stretches while you're uh, waiting for the kettle to boil or dancing in the kitchen while while you're cooking your dinner. Remember every little bit counts. And I get it. Life can happen sometimes but Let's talk about how to stay motivated and overcome obstacles. So when life gets really, really busy, maybe you've got a hectic week, you've got extra meetings in, in your schedule or something's going on. You can always go back to that low bar that we talked about. Or sometimes you might find you just need to stop. Maybe you're ill or maybe you're, you're going away or something, you've got people over or something's happened. There's a, just sometimes you just need to stop and that's, that's absolutely fine. What you'll do then is you'll go back to that low bar again, but also what you can do is maybe like I talked about with the tracker, which is, which is why I created it, but you can also just do this yourself is just start being aware of, of when, when you find yourself stopping and is this something, you know, ask yourself the question, is this something I can prevent? Can I kind of, you know, put some sort of contingency in place to sort of help me to not have that happen? Is it a planning thing? Do I need to be a bit stronger with my boundaries? Just ask ask yourself some questions and and just see. But remember, even though maybe you've built that habit up over time and maybe you're going for a 20-minute walk every day, perhaps, maybe you've built that up to and you've just got a hectic, crazy schedule and maybe five minutes each day is all you can manage, that's absolutely fine. So it's, it's all about just thinking that where we want to move as much as we can whatever that looks like and something is always 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 better than nothing and remember to to lean on your community so you've got the fitness besties community you've got me you can share what's going on you can send me a message you can uh, share in your stories and and tag us there so we can encourage you and support you you can talk to maybe you've got your own uh, fitness besties your own community that you've got you can talk to those as well so just remember I talked about this in episode one that community and support is everything it really does help us on our on our fitness journey as well so we are all in this together and no one gets left behind so please use the community to support you all right let's recap the takeaways from today's episode because we've gone through a lot today So first of all, I want you to embrace bite-sized movement. So remember small actions that add up over time and something is always better than nothing. We want to build sustainable habits by starting small and gradually increasing over time. We want to set achievable fitness goals to increase your chances of success. I want to encourage you to download the Fitness Habit Tracker if you haven't already to stay on top of your progress. Find those pockets of time for movement throughout your day and lean on the community, your community, the Fitness Besties community and me for support and motivation. So just remember the importance of sustainable fitness habits for your overall overall well-being. It really does help us. movement is a free thing that we can do to make us feel It's such underutilized tool. To make us feel so much better immediately, as well as long term for our health. But we know that you know we we do we go for a walk outside. We have a bit of a move around, a bit of a stretch. We do some strength training. We immediately feel better. We get those you know that release of those uh, hormones that help us feel better. And yeah, we just know just how good moving our bodies helps us feel. It clears our heads. It gives us more energy. It's really great for our mental health and so many other things. So remember, you don't have to go it alone on your fitness journey. We have got each other's back. So let's pr- prioritize our health and well-being and ourselves. So that's everything from me today. I hope you've enjoyed this and you found it useful. There's been some good nuggets in there for you to take away. So thank you for joining me on Fitness Besties today keeping you motivated on your fitness journey. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast or rate it depending on if you're on Apple or Spotify or some other platform. Um or leave a review if you if you can. And also, don't forget to share it with your friends because everyone deserves a little extra fitness support. So until next time, remember, you're just one movement away from feeling amazing. (laughs) So have a great week and I can't wait to speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And if you haven't grabbed my free busy women's fitness habit tracker, which includes bonus training videos with tips and ideas, then head to the link in the show notes and grab it today so you can learn how to build sustainable movement habits that fit into your already busy schedule. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend or on social media. And if you haven't submitted a review, I'd love to hear from you. Just head to Apple Podcasts and review to help others find the show. And lastly, if we're not connected, head over to Instagram and say hi. I'd love to hear from you. Tune in every Friday for new episodes. Speak to you soon. Bye.